evening. Can I bid you all a very warm welcome to Brighton Road Baptist Church for our Carols by Candlelight service tonight. Thank you for joining us here. Thank you for joining us online. I hope you capture something of the atmosphere of the church as you watch on the screens. Thank you to those who've worked so hard to decorate our church for tonight. Whether you are here or watching at home, we celebrate the truth that Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us. And we come to hear the glorious message of this season, the glad tidings of great joy which are ever old and ever new. We come to recall the faith of Mary, the commitment of Joseph, the response of the shepherds, the pilgrimage of the wise men, their experience of that life-changing day in Bethlehem. But it's not just their story, it's ours as well. A saviour has been born to us, who is Christ the Lord. Thanks be to God. Can I invite you to stand and we'll sing together our opening carol, Hark the Glad Sound, the Saviour Comes. first reading this evening is found in Micah chapter 5 and verse 2 to 5. But you, Bethlehem Ephrathah, though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come for me one who will be ruler over Israel, whose origins are from old, from ancient times. Therefore Israel will be abandoned until the time when she who is in labor gives birth. And the rest of his brothers return to join the Israelites. He will stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they will live securely, for then his greatness will reach to the ends of the earth, and he will be their peace. 
we light a candle for peace. Prince of Peace, reveal yourself to us today. We need peace in our lives, our homes, our families, our church and our whole world. Lord, help us to slow down and seek out the peace you provide so we may become peacemakers for ourselves and others. After each candle is lit, I'm going to lead us in a reflection response uh, taken from the book Pray Now. Lord, bless me with your peace. Send to me in your love that I may be secure in who I am, who I belong to. Still my raging mind that I may be free to focus on what really matters. Quieten my prodigal tongue, that I may be careful in the words I choose. Calm my body, that I may be rested and ready to journey. Open my heart, that I may be responsive to those who need me. Make me a well of your peace. Bless me with your peace. And may that peace become hospitality to others. May I offer serenity and security to those who crave shelter from the storm. May I be a discerning listener to those who need to talk. May I be a reconciling presence to those who have their differences. May the peace you've given me spill over into those I meet. Make me a channel of your peace. Bless me with your peace. But may that peace galvanise me to fight for world peace. Take my mind and make it think how I can help others live with dignity. Take my tongue and make it speak for those who have no voice or power. Take my body and send me out to work against injustice and abuse. Take my heart and make it bleed for those who are broken by poverty. Make me an instrument of your peace. Let's stand and sing the carol, Come, Thou Long Expected Jesus.
text from Isaiah chapter 9. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as men rejoice when dividing the plunder. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor. Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. We light a candle for joy. Too often we think joy is something big. A brass band or parade can certainly bring us joy. But just as easily and far more often, we can feel joy in a hug or the squeeze of a hand. We can see joy in a smile or hear it in laughter. Help us not to overlook the simple joys that peek into our lives daily. This week, Open our eyes to the joy that surrounds us. It's a sudden break within a jury pattern. A fracture of a deadening reality. The feathers touch of joy. God's gift. And all life comes to life. Joy has surprised me, Lord, but I can revisit it. It can resource, restore my soul. I can go back to places when and times where I have glimpsed what is as of you, of God. And sometimes still I am surprised by joy. I see what is as good, no longer just there. So didn't you make great whales for sheer fun, for the joy of what they were, not what they were for? And might you not have made us like that too? To give you joy. To know the joy of being. And even more to know in being the joy of life in you. To glorify God and enjoy him forever. In our joyless world so often we have no place for joy. Joy is expelled before necessity, routine and what we take for reality. Yet you Lord. You invade our grey souls, our alienated lives with joy. And as we trek across the wilderness, 
It flecks our path as though fallen from heaven. It's our manna. The promise of plenty beyond the desert. And enough to live on for now. Joyfully. Stand and sing the carol, the angel Gabriel from heaven came. Our next reading is from Luke chapter 1, verses 26 to 38. In the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favoured. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favour with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? 
The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who is said to be barren is in her sixth month, for nothing is impossible with God. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me as you have said. Then the angel left her. Jesus comes into this world as the Prince of Peace, the promised Messiah, the Son of David, the Son of God, the Son of Man. He comes to bring the light of hope into a dark place. He came to make a difference. At the end of our service, there will be a retirement collection in the aid of two charities. We're going to be supporting the Horsham Debt Advice Service, which works to bring hope and a route to freedom to those who are imprisoned by debt. We are also supporting the Alzheimer's Society, which helps people whose dementia makes the walls close in around them as they lose their memory, bringing help and hope to them and to their families and carers. We give to these charities as a way of seeking to bring the hope and the light of Jesus into the lives of people in need this Christmas time. So there will be a retiring offering as we leave at the end of the service. But now we stand to sing our next carol, which is O Little Town of Bethlehem.
pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophets. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him, and took Mary home as his wife. But he had no union with her until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus.
The reading is from Luke chapter 2. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, The time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Stand and see the carol, Silent Night.
We light a candle for love. God, we have learned to love from being loved by you. And so today, let us live that love. We know that what the world needs now is more love. We need to remember how much you love each one of us. Help us to share that love with others. It's a word we throw around every day. Love, I love your hair. I love that coffee. I love this song. All that over-the-top diluting of such a precious word makes it inadequate when the, the stomach flips and the breath is caught and the beauty is clear and the ego is sacrificed as the self fades from the fall. Love. It's not just another word with conditions, comparisons, caution. God made love not as chemistry biology personality or history but mystery beyond hyperbole beyond words at all god's love is all and more god who made love show us again how great love is so we can reclaim the word and the way next reading is from Luke chapter 2, verses 8 to 20. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favour rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told about them, about had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherd said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, 
which were just as they had been told. We sing the carol, Angels from the Realms of Glory.
light a candle for hope. When everything else we rely on fails us, our only hope is in God. When we do not understand what has happened, we hope in God. We can hope for better days because we trust in God. And we know God is with us no matter what we are facing. Some of us see only darkness at this time of year. Some of us find life overwhelming us. Some of us are filled with Christmas joy. Wherever we find ourselves today loving God, remind us that our hope is in you. And there it is. Right there. Just between the moment I call now and the moment that comes next, that's where hope sits. Between the days whose weight has borne down on us in lack of movement, lack of change, the lump and oppression of it's ever thus, and the sheer terrorism of nothing changes, there hope sits. Hope is the realisation that beyond this eternal hopeless now, linked by steel chains to what was the same old, same old, there is something different. And whether we recognise it or not, Lord, hope is the mark of your sovereignty and our liberation. Hope is your gift to us. Right there, between the faith that is trust and the love that is self-giving, sits hope. This trust with only God for its basis, that things will be different and all things will be new. So knowing we are loved, let us love. Knowing without seeing what God is like, knowing not fully but only in part, that's enough to be getting on with because of hope.
Our next reading is taken from John chapter 1, verses 1 to 14. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. There came a man who was sent from God. His name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all men might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to every man was coming into the world. He was in the world, and through the world was made through him. The world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decisions or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. So let's celebrate the coming of Jesus to us as we sing, Hark the Herald Angels Sing.
This reading is from Hebrews chapter 2. Since the children have flesh and blood, he too shared in their humanity, so that by his death he might destroy him who holds the power of death, that is, the devil, and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. For surely it is not angels he helps, but Abraham's descendants. For this reason he had to be made like his brothers and sisters in every way, in order that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in service to God, and that he might make atonement for the sins of the people. Because he himself suffered when he was tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. Therefore, holy brothers and sisters who share in the heavenly calling, fix your thoughts on Jesus, the apostle and high priest whom we confess. I lead you in prayer. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, you understand what it is to be flesh and blood. You know our weaknesses and frailties, our fears and our vulnerabilities. Thank you that you understand, you support, you accept. You help. Thank you that as our high priest, you are there in heaven praying for us. Thank you that we can pray to you. We remember how you were born in a borrowed stable a long way from home. So tonight we pray for those who are a long way from their home. Refugees and asylum seekers. We pray for those who have nowhere to lay their heads. For those who this cold night have nothing to keep them warm. We pray for those who have no one to take care of them. We pray for those who have no one to share Christmas with. those who have nothing to rejoice about. Those who are struggling or unable to remember who they are and who their loved ones are. Those who find themselves trapped in debt. Lord Jesus, you share the humanity of all these people. You share our frailty. You know their experience. Have compassion, help, and save. Be Emmanuel. 
God with those for whom we've prayed tonight and bring them through these coming days and weeks because you are their saviour and our Lord and we pray in your name. Amen. We sing the carol in the bleak midwinter.
reading is taken from Matthew 2. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all with him. When he was called together all the pe people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Christ was to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied, for that is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will be the shepherd of my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and came out from, from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and make a careful search for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold and of incense and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. When they had gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, he said. Take the child and his mother and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. So he got up, took the child and his mother during the night and left for Egypt, where he stayed until the death of Herod. And so was fulfilled what the God had said through the prophet, out of Egypt I called my son.
looking for a happy ending. I guess we would all rather have had a happy ending to Matthew's account of Jesus' birth. But maybe Matthew felt constrained to record events as they really happened. So we end on this tragic episode where Herod orders the slaughter of all the baby boys in Bethlehem in a futile attempt to do away with the one child who's been born, the King of the Jews. When you read some parts of the Christmas story, it can almost feel as if you're in a make-believe magical world with angels appearing to rustic shepherds, a star moving across the heavens to guide the wise men, the idyllic scenes we picture of Mary and Joseph tenderly worshipping the Son of God as he's cradled in a manger with the animals uh, gathered round in awe. Matthew shatters our romanticised illusions, drags us back to the real world, marked as it is by pain, injustice, suffering, tragedy and death. Yet it was for this world, the real world, that Jesus was born. And he was given the name Jesus because he came to save us from our sins, those destructive attitudes, words and deeds that so readily inflict misery on ourselves and on those whom we love. The story of the birth of Jesus is not about escaping from the world. It's about changing the world for the better, starting right here, right now, with us. Because the kingdom of Herod is characterised by insecurity, fear and anger, and that kingdom lurks inside all of our hearts. But the kingdom of God is characterised by love and grace and peace. And when he grew up, Jesus said, I tell you the truth, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. So there has to be more to Christmas than just recapturing a childlike wonder at the story of the birth of Jesus. It's an opportunity for each of us to come to Jesus and say, you know what kind of person I am deep down inside. I want to be different. I need to be different. Jesus, you were born to save me from my sins. Come into my heart this Christmas. Turn my life around to make me more like you. I want the kingdom of heaven, not the kingdom of Herod, to reign in my heart this Christmas time and in the year to come. But we do end on a positive note. We end with the carol, good Christian men rejoice because Jesus has come into this world. And if we ask him, he comes into our lives. So we stand and sing our closing carol together.
So may the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, grant you his love, his peace, his joy, his hope, this Christmas time and in the year to come. In the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.